Welcome to P3 Radio. The monkey only dances as good as the guy grinding the organ handle. Demolition! We're coming for you, baby! <laughs> that was my moment of I carried a watermelon. And if you're going to call me back tomorrow, whatever I do. You better believe I took my turn a little bit. <laughs> what? Cool story, bro. PG3 Radio. Nope. Here's your host, Josh Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, next up we have crying little blind children. Richard Mulliken. I don't know. Is this making any sense to anybody out there? It's showtime! It's showtime! It's showtime! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of P3 Radio. I'm Rich Mulliken, joined by my co-host and best friend, Josh Brawley. Say hey, Josh. How's it going, everybody, and how are you doing, Richard? I'm, I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing. I, like, this is our take four of this intro. I can't <laughs> <What>? hear anything. <laughs> you can't. You can't hear. <laughs> I mean, why does it have to be so... We don't touch anything. Like, we leave here, we well, leave we're the married. microphone. If we wanted to touch stuff, we wouldn't have gotten married. When we leave here, we don't touch anything. Everything just stays exactly the same. And for some reason, everything gets destroyed and changed. Makes me think somebody's messing with my equipment while we are not here. Could be someone sabotaging us. Sabotuji. But anyways, we're here with P3 Radio. I have no clue what episode this is. I think this is I think 54. It's 94? 54, I think. You were close. You're only 40 off. Well, you know. But we're here for P3 Radio. We had a great week last week. We did. And I had super fun last yeah, week. Last week was a lot of fun, and I think that's going to be kind of a direction we go in more often is with the movie, you know, with, with calling the movie. We were sitting here last week, and we were, well... I say last week, it was about two weeks ago, and we had this movie plan that we grew up watching, and it was just fun just sitting around and laughing about it, and I watched it back, Josh, and I didn't watch the movie back, but I listened back to the podcast, because I'd seen the movie like 14 times already in my life. But it was always on mute. Right. So, you know. <laughs> so I did the reverse, where I watched the movie, um, where I listened to the movie without <laughs> watching it. <laughs> Life is hard. Do you know? Do you even know what you did, or are you just making stuff up? I did up? something, <laughs> but just listening to the jokes we made and everything like that, it was it was it was fun, you know. And and I want to do that again. We we might do that next episode too, uh, but we'll see. We'll see what's going on. But how, how's everything been going with you? Well, just circling back, do you know what last week reminded me of more than anything? What was that? And I think maybe that's why it was so much fun. It reminded me of when we were teenagers. You know, staying up till dawn, you know, just watching old VHSs and yeah. stuff that I recorded at my house, <laughs> you know, and it was just super fun because we would entertain each other, you know, like I said, till dawn, just, you know, cracking on the stupid shit I would bring over. Yeah. And I mean, nowadays, I don't think kids can understand that because nowadays if somebody goes, hey, look at this thing I recorded at my house, it's like, all right, your parents are probably dead. I don't know how to watch this. Because <laughs> if you're not posting it immediately, nowadays, it's like, oh, well, who cares? Yeah. But it was something about being able to enjoy a movie or something that you saw. And it was it was a, it's a hidden gem. Yeah. You know, it was Most one of those definitely. hidden gems. It's like you would come in and you would go, oh, my God, this is awesome. I'm going to record it. And you'd try to find a VCR tape and you'd be like... Uh, which tape do I want to record over because I don't have any <laughs> blank ones. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, okay. This AWA tape will work. So you record over the AWA tape. Your friend comes over and you're like, All right, you got to see this, what I recorded like on Tuesday because mm-hmm. we only hang, we hang out every day, but Fridays is our day to hang out for the longest period of time and Saturdays and Sundays. And anytime we have like more than one day off of school. So, yeah, I mean that reminds me of those times of day, those types of days where we would do that kind of thing. It but. was super awesome, but you know another thing I thought about. Just I know I, I probably should have said something before we started recording, but I was thinking <laughs> maybe if you didn't want to go, you know, like an hour and a half, two hours on the watch yeah. along, sometimes maybe just watch like a thirty-minute episode of something. You know, yeah, we could do that. YouTube. That way saves the viewers time or the listeners, however you want to view it. See, get it. Fun. You know, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, and 
once again, this is stuff that we could talk about off air, but why not? Why not put it out there? We need the material, so <laughs> why not talk about it on air? Uh, that's the thing. It's like, what do you watch, you know? what? It has to be something that, that is entertaining, that, yeah, at least on something you can either crack on or something that you can right. you know appreciate and really we can't you know, do a review of somebody's review of a game you no. know that which is what is youtube has become it's like oh watch me play uh modern warfare for 30 minutes just in my but i think eventually we need to do some kind of gameplay videos yeah I think just so we great. can get you know our stuff out there like that because that was a whole nother thing you know, us playing video games. Yeah. That's where our true character always shined. I'm all. I was always accusing you of cheating, <laughs> and and other just atrocious claims. You remember we used to play like um, that MLB game, and I had Roger Clemens pitching to uh, what was the King guy? Griffey Junior. Baseball. Yeah, but it was it was like King Griffey Junior. It might not have been King Griffey Junior. Baseball, but it was some other baseball game. It was when we were in high school. And it was uh, who was the guy with the bloody sock that played for the Red Sox? But he also played for the Yankees. Uh, Kurt Schilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember you you had Kurt Schilling batting against uh, me pitching, and it, I was Roger Clemens, and I throw like a curveball to you. And I'm like, oh, you're a pitcher. You should have saw that coming. <laughs> What's going on, Kurt? <laughs> but I Kurt mean, Kurt just that type of like, just having fun playing video games. You know, we should. We were doing that crap back when we were kids, and we just didn't have an outlet for it. Right. I mean, we had the you, me, and our fellow Bemisite. Uh, Bemisites. Bemisite. Is that how we say it now? <laughs> yeah, it's a Bemisite. Um, Chris Mullins. We used to sit around and do a radio show all the time. We'd record it on the Talk Boy, and one day I've got a tape. One day I'm going to break that tape out. And we're going to listen to it. And <laughs> you you got to wait and you know release that when the time's right, <laughs> right? Because it could bury oh, you. Oh like, yeah, it's super bad. You got to have some editing there because some things that you could say back then is it's not not kosher now. And really, an 11 year old <laughs> child doesn't have a filter. You know, <laughs> no, when they're alone with a tape all. recorder. I mean, oddly enough, we didn't curse on those things. I think it was because we knew our our parents might hear it. Might hear us listening to them yeah. or something like that. <laughs> what y'all listening to in there? <laughs> but no, I mean, I mean, that was the thing. It was like, and I mentioned it, uh, this is a little bit outside of the podcast, but I mentioned it last night when we were doing the football game, that doing radio is always one of those dreams of ours. Well, yeah, and, and two, I think, you know, it's just... You know, you kind of got, well, we can cut this, but. No, I'm not cutting anything. I'm, I'm to well, the point I where ask editing you a question. does not happen. You write it down, and you will ask me later, because ah. editing does not happen anymore on this show, because Richard has a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> well, just pause it. I have to ask you this. No, you- I'm not. I'm not cutting this, so you can ask me later. Um, I'm going to punch you in the balls. That'd, how about make we, me, that'd make me feel a whole lot better right How about now. this? How about we go to commercial and you ask me whatever you need to ask me. Who do you want to hear from today? I want to hear you say what the fuck I asked you to say. But we can go with Vista Vapors. We can vape if we want to. We can leave cigarettes behind. Cause our friends all vape, and if they don't vape, then they're no friends of mine. Yeah. Vista. Vista Vapors. For all your vaping needs, go to Vista Vapors at P3 Radio. What? Not P3. No. Not P3 Radio. Oh. What the hell? It's tinyurl.com slash P3 Vista. TinyURL.com slash P3Vista. Vista Vapors for all your vaping needs. We can leave cigarettes behind. Yo, man, come to Florida. We got all of the sights you've been wanting to be seeing, man. Come to SeaWorld. Free your willy, man. Come to Legoland. Everything is awesome. You can come to Universal Studios. Get your Marty McFly on, man. You hear the trash can drums, man. Josh. I love it. Josh, Josh what are you what are you doing, man? 
Huh? What are you, what are you doing? This isn't Jamaica. This is Florida. What? I heard the trash can drums, and I just got excited. Well, I'm they're sorry. called steel drums, and everything you else you pretty much said was okay, but... We want to say also that if you book with Florida Ticket Station, your tickets are guaranteed by the state of Florida to be valid. So your vacation will be on point and where it needs to be the right way. So go right now to Florida Ticket Station by visiting them at tinyurl.com p3florida and book your Florida trip today. That's tinyurl.com p3florida man. Once again, it's Florida, not Jamaica. I'm sorry. Welcome back to more P3 Radio. Welcome back to P3 Radio. Josh Bradley and Rich Mulligan here with a little Tennessee whiskey from Kerr Stapleton. What do you think, Josh? Used to spend about the song or just like about life? He talked right over the lyrics. You could have waited until what? he was done. Like what? This. And see, now you can talk all you want until he gets to the next line, which is right here. But you rescued me from reaching for the bottom. Called hitting a ramp. Well, radio. I don't have the CD. <laughs> I haven't stolen this album. I think my wife bought it, but that's about it. It's not a bad album. I I kind of like Chris Stable. She really loves him. I think you know he resonates so good now because country's gone so far from what it was. Oh God, yeah. You know, I think about the early '90s and stuff. You know how people used to make fun of country and stuff and hell we both did it too but i look back at yeah. those times now and it's kind of like well i mean i would gladly take that i mean shit i love a lot of stuff that i used to make fun of yeah. when i was a kid but now you look everything's like vh1 of the 90s right and everything's kind of like i don't know how, how do you say it's kind of like everything's kind of pop Poppy, pop culture, yeah. everything's pop. I'm going to put that back on. Pop it's, has infiltrated everything. Yeah, everything's kind of poppy. And, like, I poppy. I don't like it. <laughs> I poppy. Um, but, no, I mean, we. I've had a busy week. And Bless your heart. I, I was going to tell you. You I, seem like you're raring to talk about that. Today, you, you know I told you I frequent the... the uh, Bargain basement sh- shops and stuff like that, right? Shit shops. <laughs> no, but I, I frequent the the bargain shops. Well, today I was frequenting this place, and I won't say their name because hopefully I can talk them into sponsoring us, and then we'll talk about them. But <laughs> let's just say this is a spot where you go, and everything's disorganized, and they give you like these blue like it's almost like a giant shopping bag. And you get to walk through, and you just shop through these open bins, and you find products. Me and my wife, we visited a place like that in uh, Bethel Springs. Yeah. It was weird as shit. They had, like, piles of clothing. Yeah. It was a clothing store, Uh but it was like a Goodwill, and all they sold was clothes. It was basically just an old couple. Yeah. And they would do days of the week sales, and it looked like they just got... Trailer tractor piles of like used clothes from third world countries. And the damnest thing, you go to the bathroom, there's these holes in the walls. People st- <laughs> kept sticking their painters through them. A bunch, of, <laughs> a bunch of bugs I'd never seen before. <laughs> no. But, anyways, I, I went to this store and we're, I'm looking around at everything and I go and they have this area to where if somebody comes in, they pack up a bag full of stuff. And they don't buy it. They put it in a certain section. Well, I went over to that, that section, and I was looking through, and that's where I found all this good stuff. I found uh, actually a uh, a microphone for meetings. It's a meeting microphone to where we, if we wanted to go out, Josh, and interview somebody on the scene, we could do that. So we now have that option. Uh, and I paid very little for it, like a fraction of the price of what it costs. But it was over in this area where returns were. And there was this bag sitting there, and I look at the person who's working there, and I go, 
is this bag anybody's? Because there's bags everywhere. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't like she had one bag, like somebody had one bag sitting there on the floor. Yeah. It was just bags everywhere. And I go, are these bags open for people? And the guy goes, look, that bag's been sitting there a while. You know, (laughs) whatever's in it, they don't want it because they would have carried it with them. Cool. So I start going through it. There's not really much. And there's another guy standing right by me. And we're both about the same size. He's probably about 10 years older than me. He's a black guy. And that has no bearing on it, but it will in a minute. <laughs> it will in a minute. And he, he picks up the light bulbs that are in the bag, and he goes, these are LED floodlights. Like, you know how much, like, these would be worth $5 because like there's like 10 of them in here. And I was like, yeah, you know, I just remodeled a house. We have a moment, like, have that moment where we're just talking about life and just two strangers catching up life in general and everything and we're going through the bag and there's really nothing in the bag we're like oh most of the stuff is out there in the crate so you and this guy were both cooperatively pillaging the bag yeah we started going through it we didn't see anything i mean most of it was just generic stuff that was out in the bins uh in the other side of the room so we were like yeah nothing really here we're sitting there holding the light bulbs and talking about light bulbs and he's like do you want them i was like oh no i'm good man i've I don't have any use for them or anything like that. All of a sudden, this white woman who was probably like <laughs> mid-50s. Wait. No, I mean, you'll understand. Are you the Huffington Post now? No. <laughs> no, but I mean, there was this white woman that comes up and like scared of everything, like scared of her shadow, scared of whatever. And she goes, that's my stuff. And we look at each other like, like, and, and the reason why I said that we were both the same size, me and this other guy, is because we're both the same size. Here comes this five foot five, like 50 year old white woman that's having hysterical, like, meltdown because we're in this bag. And she actually does the, please don't touch my things. Like, like she fucking loud. freaks out. Like, <laughs> and we're like, no, God, no. And like, like, okay, so if you know a big guy, for the most part, we're told all of our life, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that, because you don't want to be the bully. And it's easy you to be the bully be when you're big. You don't want to be perceived as right. aggressive. Right, and it's easy to be the bully when you're big. because Or labeled, hey, He doesn't that know his own strength. Me. Right, right, you're just intimidating. So I back out. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, okay, here you go. The, yeah. uh, the, store, shit. <laughs> the store worker doesn't say a damn thing. He's just standing there like, hmm. The go one on. that told you, oh, yeah, yeah that bag's been there. Yeah, go no. ahead. Pillage through it. He's just like, I'm making minimum wage. Fuck that. I ain't talking about anything. <laughs> After they hit me four or five times in the back of the head with their gun, I had to. It's so like, no. I know. No, there, I've seen at least two <laughs> firearms. <laughs> right. So, but our savior. Like, because the other guy, you know, the guy with me, the black guy that we was talking, I was talking to, he didn't have anything to say either. We were just like looking at each other, like, "What do we do here?" Our savior, his girlfriend, who was sitting on the floor going through it, you know, the returns and everything. She looks at, she looks at her, and as calm as I'm sitting here talking to you, goes, "You leave your bag, it gone." <laughs> and she looks at her, and she goes, yeah, "But I know that." I know that, but I set it down for two minutes to go over here to look at something. She goes, "Uh, uh, uh, uh. you leave your bag, it gone." <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, ah. and she grabs her bag, walks off, and I look at the guy, and I'm like, "All right, I think we just avoided something there. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, there, store clerk. <laughs> you're you're a worthless tubby piece of shit. Thank you. <laughs> Say how you really feel. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was how she reacted. She reacted like, "Oh my god." But, you know, something else I learned today. Okay, so I've been to this bargain store before. I, I learned something else. People have no social skills whatsoever. I mean, I can relate. Like, I don't either. Like, But, no, I mean, if somebody turns and talks to you in a store, you're probably going to turn around and talk back to them. If they're like, hey, well, you, if they see your cap, if they see that you have an Atlanta Braves cap on, go, hey, they were hitting pretty good last night, weren't they? You're probably going to have a nice conversation with them, right? Well, I'd tell them, you know, no, I wouldn't know because uh, where I was sitting at Chili's, I couldn't see the fucking game, <laughs> and they wouldn't turn the other TV on that was closer to us on the game. So, no, I wouldn't know. All right, that's a little too inside, but 
I'm saying I'm just, I get you, fired up by the but, Braves, but man, you, you would talk to them. I yeah, mean, yeah, you yeah. Talk oh, to yeah. About something. Would, yeah. So today, Acuna Junior. Yeah. Yeah. I look at this guy, and he's having a conversation in line with the, the other guy who I assume is his, is his significant other. Yeah. And which is fine, you know. <laughs> which is always <laughs> great when you say it. Which is fine. Which is but no, okay. I mean, I swear to God, it's fine. So I just spark <laughs> up a conversation. Where they're talking about all the stuff they oh we found this we found that we found this and we found this for your mother and we found this for my uh, for my, his mother my grandmother yeah whatever so I was like oh what's really cool is when you get home I was like I was here a couple weeks ago and I paid so much money and I found out that I had like two hundred eighty dollars worth of material here and I only paid like thirty bucks for it and I told them that and they just looked at me like blank stares and. I don't care your race, sexual orientation, creed, religion. Boring is boring. Yeah. And these two guys were boring. Because I was sitting there like, oh, this it was awesome. So what else did y'all find? And they just looked at me, blinking their eyes. <laughs> and I'm like, um, yeah, so, yeah, that's great. <laughs> you know, you know that, that kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, well, I was like, oh, another guy over here found this. And they're like, yeah, hmm and I'm like, I, I'm not being a weird stranger. We're standing in line for 30 minutes. You can talk to me about some stuff. I mean, we're just I'm here by myself. Maybe you were too assertive with these gentlemen. No, no, I was just very, you know, just uh, the, there was a guy in front of me. He had items in his hands, and we talked for five minutes about nothing. I mean, that's the thing. Some, some people, people don't know how dude, to they they want to be left alone. They don't want to be bothered with when they're in their shopping routine. I mean, I get that, but we were checking out. We're in the checkout line. Shopping's done. It doesn't matter. They want to get out of the store with no incidents. Don't screw with me. You know, maybe they were offended by your size and they thought maybe, <laughs> oh, he's going to steal my uh, I mean, belongings. And if it's a, for a, a good gain... In I don't perception. Think, I don't think anybody's going to be offended by like what I talk about, but I mean, I mean, I do have that uh, like weird look. I'm a I'm a six foot three fat bald guy, and and the baldness really adds a the layer. The thing about it is, at your size, yeah, as kind of a, I, I call it assertive, but you're just kind of like, hey, let me talk to you, right? You know. Which people that's the way that, I've always been. Right. People view that people view that as being like really aggressively assertive, but at the same time, you know, in your perception, you're just like, Well, I'm just being friendly. Right. You know. Some people, you know, they're just kinda like, eh, I don't know about that. I'm just gonna disengage. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm just I'm just one of those friends and you like you, you probably share the same grievances against me as my wife does, except I didn't try to slip it in the back door on you one time. Uh. <sighs> well, I mean, you said you were sleepwalking, but you know. No, I mean, I mean, you share the same grievances as far as. <laughs> as, as, far as oh, she like, complained too. There, <laughs> as far as like, you know, like how I am around strangers. There's been many a times. And you, you don't know your, strangers. That's your problem. That's, that's it. You, you don't know, know strangers. I was, like my you mom had to look to at me up. like, look, don't fucking take the candy. I know you want it, you fatty, but don't take the candy. <laughs> Windowless vans are a bad idea. Just don't. And I'm like, but they're friendly. No, no. He says don't. he knows a guy that can get me <laughs> twice as much candy. We just got to get in and ride down the street. That's all it is. <laughs> Yeah, I'll give up my butthole for some licorice. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Lee. What? It's, it's licorice. The truth. It's the truth. It's licorice. You won't ever buy it at Walgreens. It's licorice. Evil woman. <laughs> but no, I mean, so she has the same grievances like as you do. Is like, I mean, and you have your moments too. Where we would talk to people. I like my favorite memory. I was of doing you, it for a rib. You're just yeah. doing it because you're nice. Like my favorite memory of you. Having that moment where you, I guess it wasn't that kind of moment, but all right. So we went to Starcade '96. Uh, 1996 was Piper and Hogan in Nashville, the Minnesota Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee. And it was the night that WCW started fucking things up. And this is December Look, of 1996. I just want to add before you get into this, 
I had no idea <laughs> we were going to the show. Seriously. No, I mean. I mean, to my mom's credit. It was a Christmas present. To my mom's credit, it was all her fucking idea. Yeah. Every bit of it. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because the NWO got so big that. It, well, I mean, we're talking you know, December. This, it, I mean, they hadn't exploded to the point that they were. I know, but but by like August, September, everybody knew Hogan had turned. Right. Everybody knew that it was something big. Right. You know, and hell, like I'm saying, uh, I remember my mom, she bringing home a fucking Lex Luger shirt. And I'm like, where did you get that? She said, it, I got it at Walmart. Right. That was Lex the biggest Luger, thing. Yeah. You know, I mean... Come on. Wrestling was everywhere at that point. So, I don't know. Maybe she's seen how big it was, and she's like, well, they got to want to go. Yeah, I mean, and that was the thing. Like, my mom didn't tip me off to that at all. Apparently, my mom got with your mom yeah. and Denver's mom. Yeah. So, like, one day, like, Christmas morning, I'm opening up presents. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Oh, this is awesome. This is awesome. And I think I got, like, I can't remember if I got a Nintendo 64 that year, if that was the next year. No, it was uh, it was ninety six. Okay, so it was that year. So I get the Nintendo sixty four, and she's like, "I got one more present for you." I'm like, "Well, this was the grand finale, you right, know? The, right. What do you have?" And she hands me this envelope. I'm like, "Oh, it's a Christmas card, right? Yay!" <laughs> and I open it up, and it says Starcade tickets. I couldn't believe it either. And I was like, <laughs> "What? <laughs> what?" So, oh, God, I wish I had that ticket stub somewhere. I, I still have mine. You still have yours? I believe That's I awesome. Do. I believe I do. But uh. So, yeah, so I was like, what is this? And she's like, well, Josh's mom called me. I'm going to let you go with Josh to Starcade. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Because, I mean, and we're talking like this is de- Christmas Day. Starcade was like December 29th. Yeah. And we're just like four days from today, you're going to go to Starcade. And I was like, oh, my, oh God. my God. Oh, my God. This oh is God. awesome. This is awesome. So, Anyways, we get to Starcade. That's a, that's a story for another day. But we get to Starcade, and we're standing in the longest line I've ever seen. Like you could probably, you could probably relate to this because you were there too. <laughs> like, all right. So I guess all right. Fuck it. We'll get into it. <laughs> so that was the longest trip to Nashville I think I've ever had. By the way, well, it was because there were so many people in that car, and when we got out, I think. You know how it is now. Right. Whenever you get to a big event, you got to show up early. Right. You have to. I mean, nowadays, there's people that are itching to get in faster than you. Right. And wrestling had blown up to such an extent there that there was a line around the building. Okay, so imagine the FedEx Forum. Imagine there being, like, a line that wraps around the building, and then it, like, spirals outside around the building another two times. That's how big this event was. So, damnedest shit I ever seen. So we get there, and I want to say, wasn't it your mom driving a two-door car that day? She was, and because at the end of the story, there's something Yeah, that. so, <laughs> so we, we pull up to the event, and I don't remember where we parked, but I couldn't get out of the seatbelt, and like, I'm 6'3". Why I was sitting in the back, I have no idea, but I was because sitting Because it was my mom in the front driving, B.J. Naylor's mom in the passenger seat, right? I don't I don't remember her being there. Well, maybe she had her own car and her and BJ went with each I other. I remember or BJ being there. He was there. Really? It was me, my mom, BJ Naylor, his mom, you, Justin McCaskill, and Denver. Lancaster. I remember in our car it was me, you, Justin McCaskill, Denver. And your mom. So obviously it was me, you, Denver. Okay, and I think me and you sat in the back. And, and Denver. Denver sat in the front because we had to pick him up from church. And we were, like, sitting there at 1230 going, when is he going to get out of church? We gotta oh, go. yeah, 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 yeah. Because that was us, before cell phones. Everybody had them. And, and I all remember, that. like, at 130 or something, like, your mom just went in the church. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> I love the Lord and everything, but Piper He's got to come out. Piper Hogan. Come on. So he comes out. He gets in the car with us. We drive there. I'm sitting in the back with you. I... I don't remember that ride. I just remember it being long, and I remember we were just kind of joking around talking, and I think we might have listened to some radio or whatever. But I remember trying to get out of that car, and, and like, the only thing, I, like, I couldn't get out. Like, I was trying to put my foot out first, trying to put my head out first. I couldn't get out. <laughs> so I just 
freaked out and dove out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> and your you mom look was, like Hoovy. Yeah, diving like doing a suicide plunge <laughs> outside plunge. of the outside of the car. And I remember your mom, who I'm sure my mom was like, "Don't let anything happen to him." <laughs> I remember your mom going, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" But we said all that to get to this point. We <laughs> we get in line and they're doing. I don't know who this was for. If it was for local news. If it was for WCW online, you're talking about the no, 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 famous don't, don't, interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get ahead that of me. That guy said it was to put up on the uh, the Titantron, as it's called now. Yeah. It's for the screen, like before shows. Yeah, that they would so, show the little montage. I never saw it because I would have laughed if I was. Well, saw it. I mean, it was for like house shows and whatever they were doing past that point. So they pull aside. How old were you then? I was, let's see, 1996, 14. Yeah, so they pull aside a 14-year-old, and I think I was 96. I was probably like 12. Because I think I'm like two years younger. So I, A year and a half. Yeah, I was like 12, 13, maybe. If I was 13, I'd just turned 13. But So they come up to us in this line, and I'm talking the line was long. And they go, any of y'all want to be on camera? And I look at, like, for some reason, I got nervous. And I was like, no, I, I don't want to be on camera. Thank you, but no thank you. And Josh was like, I'll do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they pick Josh, and they pick Redneck Redneckerson, uh, another guy who was in line in front of us, who was just probably four beers in at the time that we he caught, they called him, um, amongst other things. Probably at least... Half his God, prescription I wish I had for that. the month. I wish I had this video. I, I want to say if we looked hard enough on YouTube, we might find it. <laughs> God, I wish we had, we had this video. But So the video goes like this. So the woman goes, so what do you think is going to happen? Redneck McRec- <laughs> McRedneckerson doesn't even let her finish the statement. He goes, woo, the four horsemen, Rick. Flair gonna whip some ass tonight. I am tired of the NWO and Josh looking like a deer in headlights <laughs> is just staring there, looking at the camera, holding. Uh, I don't know. Did you have I a didn't program expect it at all? I know he he like a deer in headlights. She's just standing there. Redneck Redneckerson. Redneck he cut the promo he, of a lifetime. Like, I want to say in my mind he tore his shirt off. <laughs> like and motherfucker. Mother, and this shirt is a representation of Hulk Hogan and what I'm going to fucking do to him. <laughs> and it's like, oh, calm down, dude. And, like, so Josh, knowing where, where he is, <laughs> and I feel so bad because I'm like, all right, so I know Josh was timid. I didn't want to do this, but I knew Josh was timid going up. And this is the reason why. This was my nightmare. <laughs> they got a guy up there that's giving them gold, like what they want. All right, three, two, one, show me your wrestling redneck, go. And they have this guy up there talking like, all right, now, Hulk Hogan, you want some of this? <laughs> I mean, he is going off. And, they, and as soon as he takes a breath, he, Josh, he would have made the Memphis Loop at yeah, least three, I mean, four times. He was he was just into on the it. promo. I mean, but I'm I'm sure he able, he was somewhat hammered at that. He had to be at least thirty five years old, at oh, least yeah. one hundred and eighty five pounds, maybe <laughs> at the most five foot seven. I remember you were his same height, and how how tall are you now? Uh, you know, five eleven, maybe yeah, five I mean, ten. So you were his height, if not shorter. And then so you get this scared 14-year-old standing there looking at the camera. I want to say you were holding something. Were you holding something at the time? Definitely not a baby at that point. <laughs> no, I mean like a, a program, a t-shirt. Probably or... my nuts in fear. <laughs> oh. <gasps> so so this guy goes through his whole promo of like, I'm sick and tired of the NWO. Rick Flair going to whip some ass. Got a 14-year-old standing right here by next to a bunch of kids. And he's like, Fucking ass and bullshit. <laughs> that four horsemen. Woo! Woo! And and Josh is just standing there looking all scared. <laughs> like, what? I, I got in over my head. <laughs> I'm drowning right now. <laughs> so the guy stops talking, and Josh delivers the line of the century. He's like, yeah. And, and 
Hulk Hogan sucks. <laughs> no, I said, and the NWO sucks. <laughs> and the lady was like, thank you. <laughs> that was it. That was it. And I remember we ribbed you for the next, like, two weeks. <laughs> and, yeah. And it didn't I was even like, bother me. It didn't even bother me. Like, what am I supposed were, to do? You were sitting next to Captain Charisma. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this is redneck courage here. I mean, I don't know, like... Like, I don't know how you would Probably have topped like Bud it. Bud Light courage more than anything. <laughs> it's like, the only thing you could have done to top it was just whip your dick out. <laughs> yeah, that's what, I think about, that's what I think about Hulk Hogan. Just, just slapping the microphone. <laughs> oh, my God, put that away. <laughs> put that on a tight triumph, bitch. Yeah, put that on. You go upstage me, bitch. <laughs> Joshua. <laughs> your mom just stands there like, in shock. My mom's like, I heard about what happened at the pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> you delayed Roddy Piper's interest for 30 minutes. <laughs> okay, so the greatest thing ever, if you remember if you remember Starcade 96, somewhere towards the main event, there was an idiot that jumped the rail. <laughs> and he jumped the rail and immediately he, he got like one foot in the ring. Security grabs him by the leg. The referee's punting him in the face. Just, I think it was Randy Anderson. Randy Anderson. Just punting him in the face. Just kick, 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 kick. And I can't Hogan remember. Hogan came over there and got some. Yeah, I mean. He came over while the security was pulling him out. Yeah. They don't show this on camera, but I seen it. I yeah. know you seen yeah, it. Yeah, I mean. He was booting that guy in the head. He was getting him some. And which, if you come in the ring, yeah, that's, that's your fault. Uh, that's on you. I don't care how drunk, how whatever you get. You don't jump out of your seat whenever you're watching fucking Captain America at the movies or whatever and, and you know, attack the screen. <laughs> so my, you don't do that. And in my mind, Captain Redneck that was doing the interview with you had just had enough. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> fucking Roddy Piper! He's not getting his ass whipped! I gotta do something! <laughs> and he jumps over the rail and then just gets obliterated. <laughs> No, that wasn't that guy. Uh, the guy that got his ass fucking handed to him was some dude that, I mean, he was like, I, I, I don't know. He looked like he he probably couldn't hold his alcohol. He looked like Boomhire. Exactly, but only with red curly hair. Yeah. And as soon It's amazing how as, that's burned into your memory. Yeah, because we're sitting there and we look down and he's he's at ringside on our side. We're We're in the upper deck. And we could see him, like, because there wasn't really a bad seat because camera angles look bad. Yeah. But we're sitting, like, top deck, and we see this guy jump over the rail, and we're like, what the hell is this? Is that a new NWO member? <laughs> <laughs> they really scraping the bottom of the barrel for NWO <laughs> members right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> this redheaded guy, oh, he just got kicked in the face. <laughs> and I'm talking, as soon as that first kick hit him in the head, he looked like, Oh my God! It, <laughs> I've, made, it like, it, I've made a grave error. <laughs> like, imagine the guy that got that that first. Oh, you, you know that. Imagine. Oh my God! It just the night the idea hits him. He got the idea. Oh shit! I shouldn't be here right <laughs> I now. If it went like this in his head. It was like. He needs my help. <laughs> and he jumps the rail and he gets one foot in. He's like, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. And all of a sudden that boot comes in like, bam. Was that, was that the fucking referee? <laughs> was that the referee right there? God almighty. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, that's the referee. Because <laughs> they're choking him. <laughs> like, it doesn't show it on camera. They beat the shit out of the guy. I'm talking about, and do you remember whenever we were leaving the building? Oh, that was where I was getting to. So, this does not speak good to Tennessee at all. I know that. Because now, all, already in this show, we have had Captain Redneck doing the uh, the mic spill with you. We've had Captain Redneck doing the mic spill with you. So it was like, I want to say, like I said, like he was taking his shirt off and everything. And like, not good. Okay, they got their footage there. All right. Yeah. All right but this is Tennessee. This We're sophisticated. This is Nashville. <laughs> we're in Nashville. Music. Right. Music City. Correct. So then... The next thing, the guy jumps the rail because he got too drunk and Piper was getting his ass whipped. So he jumps in and then gets the shit kicked out of him. So so we go to leave. And at the Municipal Auditorium where we were coming back up, we take that now, left. don't discredit <laughs> the freaking Bob Marley concert that happened bef <laughs> you know, while we were sitting there. I remember my mom and B.J. Naylor's mom going, do you smell that? Look at them people. Look at them people down there. I don't there remember were like that. People, there were people at least four or five rows in front of us. 
smoking the hell out of doobies. See, I don't remember that I at mean, all. I mean, like, that was when you could smoke in buildings. You I know. just remember Jushin Thunder Liger coming out. I can't remember who he worked. Was it? No, it was Ultimo Dragon. Ultimo Dragon versus uh, Dean Malenko, I think. Yes. Ultimo Dragon came out. With his it, fucking 13 titles. Yeah. And, many it was. and I want to say some pyro went off or something. And when the pyro went off, it was like from that moment on, there was this haze. And it kind of like, smoke rises, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you know this or not. Oh, but yeah. the smoke rose to a point where we were. And we we're like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Is that... Get him, D! <laughs> Kick his Japanese ass! Is he Japanese or Mexican? I don't know. I never could figure this Ultimo, out. Ultimo, that's, that's, that's sounds Mexican, like, eh? Sounds like Mexican. I don't know. I don't know what he is, but Dean Malenko's going to win. Kick his ass, Dean! I know Dean's from America. Kick his ass, Dean. <laughs> so, but we couldn't see it. We're like, I don't know what's going on. Maybe we should jump the rail. <laughs> <laughs> that's what old Red thought. Yeah, that's what Red thought, and Red thought wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you so, damn right. And so, when we were leaving, right, we so seen yeah. the thought in his eyes. So we left, uh, and we're walking out of the – and, oh, God, like I said, this is going to sound so bad on Tennessee. So we're leaving the municipal auditorium. We come out. We're leaving. We're trying to get to our car quickly. And there's this woman, and she's got, got gray hair. And she's probably like in her fifties, and she's wearing what, I mean, what you could only classify as a muumu. It was a muumu. Don't oh, church Jesus. it up. I mean, that's the only thing you could. She's wearing a muumu. She's wearing pajamas. Out, out. And it wasn't like she showed up and to pick somebody up, and she was just wearing them. She was at the event in this, and it wasn't like she was wearing the muumu in like jest or in like it was a parody of a uh, Ric Flair robe or no. She was just wearing mm. a muumu. That's that's how she dresses. Mumu. And she apparently knew the person who got his ass whipped. <laughs> because she was like, they didn't have to choke him like that. And she was bitching loud. <laughs> Just like, they didn't have to choke him like that. They got him on the ground. They had to kick him in the face. <laughs> this is bullshit. And I think she was smoking. <laughs> Probably. I, I want to say she... And like, you're in a municipal auditorium. Everybody's leaving. This is a big event, a big venue hall. That was back. Look, I'm telling you, that was back. You know, it was at least nine years before they passed the law that yeah. nobody can smoke on Tennessee or wherever job sites. Yeah. She's flicking ashes everywhere. Kids around. <laughs> We're kids. We're there. I want to say I was close enough to smell the old moo scent coming from her. Yeah. But, and, like, just. I didn't have to kick him in the face like that. When they got bullshit, I'm going to talk to the mayor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to listen to you. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> you going to come up there in your moo-moo? You pay this, your, is my uh, not, this is my dress moo-moo. <laughs> yeah. This is my clean one without yeah. the stains on it. So, do you remember we got outside the venue and we saw the guy sitting in handcuffs? He had, like, lumps the size of, like, <laughs> freaking a sack of taters on the side of his head. Uh, they whooped the shit out of that dude. Oh, and which they, they should have. Yeah. Because he should have never got his ass yep. in the ring. Yeah. I want to say Captain Redneck at the time was probably, like, thinking, man, fucking NWO do what they want. <laughs> he had already thrown up on his freaking lap yeah. at that point. I wondered if he made the whole event. Probably not. He probably got lost <laughs> in the bathroom. But, I mean, that was a great show. And WCW used to come. That's why I love WCW. Because you had, like, you had, it was the NASCAR of professional wrestling. Because you had the event, and then you had the event outside the event, which was the people. Yeah. And and that was the South, man. And, like, when I wrestled, like, I wrestled for 12 years. Like, we've talked about it before. That was the one thing that my wife loved when she went to these events was the crowd. Like, loved watching the little old ladies, like, yell at people. And we had Bill Dundee on talking about how, and I, he didn't put it over as a nail file, but we'll say it was a nail file because somebody else told us it was a nail file. Some old lady stabbed him in the chest with a nail file. And you just they just got into it more back then. And it didn't matter if it was Bill Dundee and Jerry Lawler at the Mid-South Coliseum or... Paul White and Lex Luger at the Jackson Civic Center, or if it was Roddy Piper and Hogan at the Municipal Auditorium. They were going to jump that rail and it beat the ass. It was real, damn it. It was real. <laughs> but, I mean, they were going to jump the rail and beat the ass of whoever it was that was, or they were going to try to beat the ass of Yeah, I was, was. just say, Red didn't get anywhere near whipping the ass of anybody that night. Oh, 
he thinks he's slick beating up on Piper. Wait till they get a look at old Red. Don't do it, Red. Don't you jump out there. On the- no, man, I've been had this bullshit. It's been going on for three long months. And I am done with this bullshit. No, Red, Red, do not, don't do it now. You just drink your Coors Light and just sit down. Red, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> Red's already jumped over the rail. And he's like, I told you, Red, I've made a great mistake. I'm getting kicked in the face, Billy Bob. I was like, oh, God. And I fought so long and hard in my adolescence for the Southern stereotype and wrestling. Like, you know as well as I do. When you were younger, it was like they you go like my like I said. I told my aunt, I told Bill Dundee that I had a night one time that told me Bill Dundee's gonna throw you around one time. You are gonna quit? And <laughs> like, I was like nine. <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks for the encouragement. Who said that to you? I'll tell you later. <laughs> but I did not tell me. He's like, you're gonna get in that. You're gonna get in that ring one time. Bill Dundee gonna throw you around. You gonna quit? I'm like, well, thanks for the encourage. Thanks for the pep talk. <laughs> I'm nine. Thanks for that. <laughs> And and it, I, I would be lying if it didn't play in my head. Whenever I started training and Bill Dundee was my trainer, I was like, all right, I'm not going to quit. I'm, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not going to quit. He's going to throw me around. He didn't throw me around, really. I mean, at the time I was huge. <laughs> I took the bumps already, brother. The bumps for 37 happening. years, brother. Not and happening. I'll tame you like I did that giraffe in the uh, in the zoo. <laughs> you went in the zoo? The circus? I was like, uh, circus, zoo, Bill. same fucking thing, brother. Love you, Bill. You're not listening to this, but if you're listening you to this. You don't even know how to get to this on your app. I don't tell him. Don't pull the clip. Look, whoever don't. it is, just let it be on the show. D- don't big don't red be us. an asshole. Don't big red us and jump the rail. Listen to this, Bill. Don't do, Look, don't oh, be red. Don't yeah, be red don't, in this situation. But... We'll I mean, kick you in your fucking balls. Great show, bar none. I remember the one thing that I did, just to circle back, and we'll end the show because we've got enough material here that we can end the show. Great, great. Uh, <laughs> that's all we're doing. <laughs> we're just biding time to the next episode, which is what you want to hear when you listen to our podcast. The next episode, <laughs> not the one you're on. No, no, this is some horse shit. No, the next one's going to be it. Yeah. But... Um, well, I don't remember what I was going to say. So maybe we should. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Maybe you need to get kicked in the balls. You'll you'll remember. Uh, oh well. Bob Seger's on. <laughs> Why do you have that? These videos playing in the background, like well, trying to defer my we, attention. Well, we played the music. <laughs> all right. It's been like eight so, different videos. So real quick, and it's all go, different genres. I'm like go, confused. I, before we go, all right. So two oh, things. I remember. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So nobody's gonna understand that. So let's explain it. I said Bob Seger. Yeah, I know, but here's what happens. <laughs> We were playing a music video for our opening song of Tennessee Whiskey, which was almost 40 minutes ago now. So the past 40 minutes, there's been other videos pop up. And for some reason, you type in Tennessee Whiskey, you get a marathon. It's like, what would you like to hear if you were on Tennessee Whiskey? Bob Seger. It's been everything. Leonard Skinner, Bob Seger, fucking rat. Yeah. You know, Uh, everything. Yeah. Anything that you could think of that you'd be, oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so the other I've been thing, wanting to get into it sitting over here. But so so the other thing I got to talk about talking about women and moos and red. <laughs> You're like pointing at the screen, like, what are we not going to talk Singer, about this shit? This is what, what the fuck is this? <laughs> no, no, there's this woman. She's got a gray hair. No, she's, no, it was a legit moo. It was sleeping material. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to get into this, and it it it, it, it makes me laugh because uh, just just for the fact of what it was. So you know when you're you're best friends with somebody, you get that that pass, and I know you're going to agree with me right now, <laughs> but you're not going to agree with me right now. But you're going to agree with me later. You do those things that are kind of dickish, but. You get away with it because you're your best friends. Oh, yeah. There's, there are things that like I've done to you that you can't do to the general population right, or you'll go right. to prison. So i got to talk about this, and we'll wrap up. But, but you know, just, just on that fact, I think you're glossing over it too much. There, Like I said, there are things that, you know, have been done at random with me and you. You that cracked will, me over the head with a stick. That will get you, like, time served in prison legit. Uh, you can't even, like... Do you want to tell the story about cracking me over the head with the broomstick? I think during <laughs> the pilot episode, I may have had. Uh, yeah. 
That was one that we had this dummy name for. You know, you can actually tell I'm not lying because you can't remember <laughs> me telling the story. So you know? Josh was hitting me in the back because I had him in a Samoan drop stance on a fireman's carry. And Josh is hitting that dummy with like all he's got, just hitting it. I'm like losing balance and shit. Like, stop it, motherfucker, stop it. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to drop him. And I don't think he heard me. Heard me. This and, is Fred we're talking <laughs> yeah, about, the dummy. I had the dummy, and Josh is, we're not just beating up a homeless man. <laughs> yeah, we got Fred, we had the old homeless Fred guy. down, and we were beating him pretty good with this stick. I um, had a mop handle. Yeah. I don't know where we got it from, but you were just from beating From a the, broken mop. <laughs> <laughs> but you were beating the shit out of Fred. We hadn't told it in a year, so why not tell it now? And I had him in a Samoan drop, like fireman's carry stance, and Josh is beating the shit out of him with this broom handle. And, like, I Your told mom him, pops out of the door, Richard Lee, come on in. I don't remember what it was. I was like, I'm going to drop it. And I dropped it. And Josh took this. Took this uh, well, no. Like I'm saying, your mom pops out of the door, Richard Lee, come on in, it's time to eat, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, all right, I got to go. And you're fixing to drop it, do the last move, go inside. And Josh, Sammy Sosa's in the back of the bam, head. And I'm bam, bam, bam. No, I'm not done. Wait, 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 wait. And you turn, hey, boom, hit you right in the head, <laughs> right in the side of the head. I went down like a sack of bruises. And what was so funny about the situation was I was so concerned about getting you in so your mother would not notice any change in the situation and she wouldn't notice that you were, like, <laughs> fucked up beyond belief, you know. Why are you sticking those potatoes in your nose? Uh, uh, because I, hey, I'm confused right now, Mom. <laughs> uh. I but taste yeah, a little purple right now. That's that's <laughs> that's a little minor thing. We've done all kinds of things. I think the broom handle you talk about was the, the mop handle was the same mop I made you kiss. <laughs> no, you made me kiss the ground. I made you kiss a mop too, didn't I? I don't know. It was one of those rare instances. It was a hell of an arm bar. It was. Ladies a <laughs> <and> <laughs> <gentlemen>. <laughs> it was one of those rare instances because Josh was older and. Like, that carried some weight, I guess. I don't know. No, you carried weight. That's why I couldn't get out of the <laughs> fucking armbar. And I just I just lucked up, got this Fujiwara armbar on him, and Josh could not get out. And You we weighed were... like a legit 100 pounds more than me. <laughs> what the hell? But I mean, you make it sound like I was a bully. You, you, no, you, you just, used to like jab me in the, the ribs all the time. And there was one time I remember <laughs> that you had me in this headlock and Denver was sitting there and Justin Bates and you're just squeezing my head and you're like, watch him. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> so I felt no remorse. So, I don't remember that. Yeah. Damn. I remember that it was over in your grandmother's yard, side yard. So anyways, I'm sorry. No, it's all right. I made you kiss the ground. <laughs> so for some reason, like we were wrestling in the front yard and I lucked up and got this arm bar and I was not letting go. And I was like, and uh, Chris, Peter, Chris Mullins came over with a mop <laughs> while you had the arm bar. And he's like sticking the like, mop yeah, in your face. Yeah. What do you think about that? <laughs> it was like, Hey, he's down. Let's get everybody. Get him. <laughs> God damn it. We treated you like Debo, except you wasn't unconscious. So, <laughs> so like, Chris drops the mop. I'm like, kiss the mop. <laughs> and, you know, like, I don't know why that was the first thing. You never made me do anything like that before. So I was like, kiss the mop. And you were like, I was like and you were like, now let me go, motherfucker. I was like, no, you kiss the ground. <laughs> like, I could have done some serious damage there. And it was just like the one time I had the advantage other than playing a video game from WCW. But I said that. To get to this, so last night we we call high school football now, ladies and gentlemen. We're big time, you know. Um, Josh was. I uh, don't call anything. Josh, I do the camera. <laughs> Josh does our camera work. <laughs> he does a great job, by the way. Don't let him undersell it. He is a great cameraman, and but he knows shit about football. So, but no, I wanted to involve nothing. him. I wanted to involve Josh. He's my best friend. So Josh is doing the camera work and everything. So we go out to Chili's afterwards. And after what I could describe as the, like, nicest, not rude, 
but the worst waitressing experience ever. Did y'all want sweet tea? Yeah. Imagine imagine having a waitress with dementia. <laughs> now look, that's not You like, order a diet coat, she comes back with a cat and a picture of her son. And you're like, what the hell? Hey gentlemen, uh, is this what you wanted? Absolutely no. not. And I'm not no. trying to insult you either. No, so, we didn't uh, go back uh, and get our shit. Could you could you get us a sweet tea or a diet coke or Yes, yes, yeah, uh, Coke Zero on the way. Yeah, and then you're like, no, 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 Diet Coke and a sweet tea. All right, And gotcha. she comes back, she's like, she here's your back, three she's Dr. Peppers. <laughs> she's got Kool-Aid and an order <laughs> of fish sticks. You don't even sell Kool-Aid here. I mean, it was late. Did but you it, make this in your, like, the back? <laughs> I mean, what the hell? She's got red fingers from stirring <laughs> it. But, <laughs> but, no, I mean, she was nice. That was the thing. She wasn't rude, so. You could um, say she was drunk. Maybe I I don't know what was it. She might have been very sleepy, but I know we, she was really <laughs> witty because she turned that other guy down. Yeah, there was another trying to hit on her. It's oh, it's always awesome when you see two guys, uh, not two guys, two guys trying to hit on one woman. <laughs> That's like a situation that you need to intervene in. What are you talking about? It's always awesome when I it's kick some awesome. guy's ass. Yeah, you know, when you Bruce Lee try in to, an alley, try to like you know, no, hit on this girl. It's always funny when you see a guy hitting on a girl, and she obviously does not. Want that And she's like They're being over Over assertive yeah, And I just go like, up And kick so him in the nuts So you live around here And she's like well, I live with my boyfriend Back <laughs> like, That line is verbatim What I live with my boyfriend I live with my boyfriend About three blocks from here <laughs> <laughs> I walk to work Most days It's There's three busy intersections here It's a hell God of a God almighty I hope you don't walk to work You'll get lost on the way home was it a right or a left? I think I'm just going to do north. Tim, can you come outside and yell again? I can't get home. Just yell Marco really loud, and I'm going to yell goldfish, because I don't know what goes after Marco. But no, Marco, okay. goldfish. So getting, off, getting off topic here. So we get, we get done with our meal and everything. We're going outside. There is this cup. It's not a Chili's cup. It is a large styrofoam, I think, Chick-fil-A cup. And it is setting right outside. And it's been there since we pulled up. We pulled up and parked, and it's right outside my door. So Josh gets out of his car, gets out of the car, and we go in. We have everything, eat, whatever. He goes to get back in, and Josh is sitting on the passenger side, back seat of my car. Josh steps over this thing like he's Allen Iverson in the playoffs. He, he like, does this big gesture where he's trying to not touch it at all. Now, mind you, it's a like 11 inch cup and he's like doing like the hurdles over it like he's in the olympics so like trying not to touch it for a reason so i just walk up and i look at it and he i look at him and he's about three feet away from it he hadn't got the door open i hadn't unlocked the doors yet i unlock the door and when he opens the door i just punt the thing right to his legs <laughs> <laughs> and luckily it was all ice i say luckily for josh <laughs> because it would have been worth it to have us brawling outside of a Chili's, if that cup would have just exploded, it would have been just homeless man piss. <laughs> I, I might have extended and reached out and touched someone on that one. I mean, you know. But it was mostly ice. I don't think it had any liquid in it, but I kicked it, and it made that little... And it, you know what I think hurts the most, what? more than anything? That I didn't sell it at all. I looked at you like, go Why fuck you yourself. And then I got in the car. Cause and, and, and I think that broke your heart more than anything. <laughs> because when I say I kicked it, I didn't kick it like... When I kicked it, I kicked it like a push kick, like a slap shot. <laughs> like, it, in realistic terms, if that would have hit my foot, it should have just exploded on my foot, right? But it was just perfectly, I kicked it and just pushed it at the same time, and it just went, like, really fast in I'm not shins. dumb. You were wanting it to be a situation. <laughs> it didn't happen. I moved on with life. You got caught up in it. That's all that happened. I laughed. I've laughed three or four times thinking about that because... When it hits you, you jumped. <laughs> and then I looked at you like, what the fuck? Got in the car, moved on. You got hung up in it. That's all it is. Uh, I left. I don't care. It was just for me. Because I knew inside. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I know it was inside, just for you. I knew inside it was like, that motherfucker just kicked something at me. <laughs> uh, but God, man, it was that was probably one of the highlights of the week for me. But, Kicking... 
an ice cup at me <laughs> and divert uh, my attention and for we, 30 seconds. And we joked about it. Oh, uh, if it would have just been like a liquid spray everywhere, it would have been hilarious. Oh, it would have been hilarious. But, but whatever. Uh, it might have been a fist fight at the, at the entrance of Chili. <laughs> yeah, because at that point, you still owed me money. <laughs> I technically still owe you money now. <laughs> I'm uh, pretending that you don't. That way I don't get aggressive. <laughs> Sometimes when you drive and you change pants a couple of times, you forget your wallet outside of Chili's when it was your idea to go there. Wait, why did you change pants a couple of times on oh, our journey? I wanted to look good. Oh, so. man. Bless your heart. Well, I'll tell you what. That's going to wrap us up for this week. If you want to follow us on Facebook or Twitter, Josh, where do they go? You can go to P3 Radio, and you're bound to find our picture. Or, or Icon, or whatever you call <laughs> what it. What about Facebook? Because I said both of them. You're like, let's look for our picture, assholes. Well, I mean, P3 Radio, P3 Radio 1. That's usually the tagline. That's or for Twitter. What, for. What's Facebook? Facebook is just pop punch. There you go. You got it. Well, I was pulling for you, buddy. Hey, what, what are the? <laughs> I was still hung up in the, the, uh, the... You kicked a Sprite, whatever it was at me. Yeah, if, if you want to go back and listen to some of our old episodes, look up our archive. We've got a great interview with Headbanker Mosh. <laughs> we do. Yeah. We've find also it. got some great stuff find with Bill Dundee. But she's $20. She can't find it. <laughs> Headbanger Thrasher. Uh, there's a, gr- a lot of great stuff there. If you want to send us an email, it's p3radio1 at gmail.com. And, of course, if you want to call us and leave us a voicemail, it's 731-300-MORE. That's 731-300-6675. Well, for Josh Brawley, this is Richard Mullen saying thanks. Let me show that again. Who? For Who Josh, was that? Richard Mullen? Bra- <laughs> Richard Mullen? I get in a hurry. Bless your heart. For Josh Brawley, this is Richard Mulliken saying thank you for listening to this episode of P3 Radio and good night. <laughs>